This is HPR episode 1908 entitled, Are You Ego Pumpkin? It is hosted by Droops and is about 7 minutes long. The summary is, Droops talks about how his class built a pumpkin that comes alive for Halloween. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Welcome to HPR, this is Droops, and today I'm going to be talking about my pumpkin. Now, this pumpkin was an idea that was found on Etsy or Pinterest or whatever, but somebody made a pumpkin that opened and closed its mouth. And it was all electronic up, and it was nerdy, and it was cool. So you can see videos and um, photos of our project on the HPR website. So go look at them right now, go do it right now because this will make so much more sense if you <laughs> go look at it first. Um, so go look. I'll wait on you. So some of my students helped with building this monstrosity, and my microcontroller class um, dissected the idea, and they had some better ideas for the project. Now, when your students get to the point where they think they can do something cooler than you can do, then you know you're winning. Um, and they actually have sense to back this up. Now, currently, they're building some uh, LCD 117 kits for Modern Device and are off on their own little awesome world of uh, saying hi and getting things to work when they come into class. And it's nice just to sit back and, and watch them go. So, for this project, we reused a perf board from an old project and a really bare bones board from Modern Device. Um, that RBBB or really bones, bare bones board, is a really cheap way to add an Arduino clone to a project. Now there's some smaller ones, there's some cheaper ones, but I like to be able to pull out the chip and from the project, and so having that RBBB is really handy. Um, now first we set about making sure that we could open and close the mouth of the pumpkin. In this project we were emulating, we um, they used a servo to open and close the mouth, but servos are expensive, especially when you're putting inside a nasty pumpkin that's going to rot. And last year, my junior high class took apart some old VCRs, which was awesome. Like, we spent like a week taking apart VCRs and Googling parts and seeing how things worked. And they, you know, didn't really know what those were. Um, so we had a bunch of motors left over that had some large gears attached and thought that would be a handy way to do things. So we drilled a hole in the gear, and we were able to add a coat hanger. Now, for the record, coat hangers are almost as handy as electrical tape, which obviously we also used. Um, and we used this coat hanger to lift the top of the pumpkin up on each rotation of the gear. Now, I forgot to really talk about the pumpkin 
um, I cut it like a kind of a Canadian from South Park kind of way, which is to say that all the way around in the middle and with big, sharp teeth, like really tall teeth. And this is the clever bit, and I didn't come up with that at all, <laughs> but it's what made this project click in my head because having these big, tall teeth, when you it allows you to raise the top and drop it with the appearance of it biting, and it falls right back into place because of the nice big teeth. So thank you, Internet Stranger, for this awesome idea. Now, I'm trying to find this project again, and I came across a bunch of others that trying to solve this problem, and that did, and many were using a hinge that they cut out, and I'm going to try that next time, but the teeth idea worked perfectly. So, using coat hangers, now I told you they were very handy, I was able to fashion some feet, and that held the motor up. And the first mistake we made was that the 9-volt battery that we were using to test this motor, it worked great. But the really bare-bones board didn't have enough oomph <laughs> to uh, run the motor and open the mouth. And so this was easy to fix. The whole project was powered by a 9-volt battery, so I simply used a relay to connect 9 volts straight to the motor using a 5-volt pin on the Arduino to manipulate the relay. Now, now that the motor is working, we had to figure out a way to turn it on. And just having a switch is kind of lame, so we used light to make it interactive and cool. And when you have an analog value, like how much light is in this room, you need to have a way to adjust this level. So in this case, we, we used a knob or a potentiometer, and that, that worked just fine. So we were able to set a threshold of this is what this room is like, so we could carry it around the school and have it operate. And so we wired those up, and we threw in a couple LEDs um, for eyes, and we started to code. So Arduino programming is as complicated as you want it to be. There's two required functions. I don't even... Maybe they're not even required. Um, the loop, we probably want. But anyway, the two main functions that every, most Arduino programs use um, is setup and loop. Setup gets everything ready, and it runs once. And loop is, that's where everything repeats itself forever, or until it loses power, or until you tell it to stop. So in the setup, we tell the Arduino which pins will be inputs and which ones will be outputs. Outputs are the stuff like, turn the motor on and off, or turn the LEDs on and off. And input reads the potentiometer and reads the light sensor. So this program, which is included on the HPR site, where you should have already gone to look up videos and pictures, it kind of flows like this. When the pumpkin device starts, it sets up the pins as input and output, and it goes directly into the loop. In the loop, it checks the potentiometer to see the sensitivity that we've set for the device. Next, it reads the light sensor, or photodiode, if you're all nerdy like that, and it compares that value with the, the sensitivity value of the potentiometer, or the knob. Now both of these inputs are analog, and the Arduino sees them as a value between 0 and 1023. If the light sensor is below the sensitivity value, which means the lights are off, the pumpkin animates and it comes alive. Now, to animate, we're simply sending 5 volts to the LEDs to turn on the eyes, and the relay connected to the motor also gets 5 volts. And it waits about a tenth of a second before cutting off the power and then the loop repeats itself and it checks the potentiometer, the light sensor and it decides whether to animate or not 
and this continues until the power is cut or we send a new sketch to that Arduino. Now, could this be done better? Totally. Maybe have the eyes fade in and out. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe have it play sounds. Now, maybe put some lights inside of the thing, so when you turn the lights off, like, the mouth glows, but then you've got all your motors and coat hangers and electrical tape all hanging out in there. Um, now, this is the best part about a project like this, is that you can make it your own. We had a lot of fun building this project, and I hope that you get an idea from this and say, oh, oh snap, I, I could do it so much better than they did it. Anyway, I'm Droops, and this was HPR. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.